Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, guys, it is a special, special song that has been in my head for an entire week to the point that I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. But I also know that ain't nothing gonna break my stride <laughs> and, and my ass me down. down. Oh, no. <laughs> I got to keep, keep on, on moving. And you can fit that song into almost anything you say in your daily life. <laughs> in a very upsetting way, because I just will randomly go, oh, no. And... It um I think that I'm upsetting everyone around me. Oh no. You got to keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it makes me never want to stop working, never stop moving, which I guess that means that that's a positive force in my life. Uh-huh. Is it a good thing? I mean, I feel like the phenomenon of getting a song in your head and using one of the lyrics from the song to like inform and motivate you and your day and your like philosophy to life is an under acknowledged phenomenon that guides all of our lives like we're all really just getting through our day uh you know telling our like in my house uh, very embarrassingly we for some reason can't stop referencing the song from like four years ago that goes, why you gotta be so rude? Uh. And you can just use it whenever anybody <laughs> oh, is no. impolite. Uh. It's great. Whenever anybody does something kind of impolite, you can be like, why you gotta be so rude? Uh. Yeah, you're welcome. No, that's such a obnoxious I don't like it. Yes, a lot of trash radio songs make their way into my thoughts because of I think because I'm gonna blame New York City because we hear like trash radio songs a lot in yeah, New York City no choice but to hear trash radio songs constantly yeah and then they just start informing your actual words that you choose to speak oh no but why you gotta be so rude it's bad <laughs> don't you just why did you add that into my head <laughs> I didn't need that. I like to give Molly. it back to you sometimes <laughs> Jackie no oh my god I feel like you can hybrid both the songs too Oh no, why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> Which I feel like is what I'm gonna start doing inside of my head. So I guess thank you for getting a different one in there, but I'm just gonna make a hybrid song. Where's that mashup? I wanna see where it gets to by next week. It's like it's like you're playing like the world's longest improv game where whatever inspiration you have this Wednesday 
it does a lot of leaps, and then by next Wednesday, we're at a new place. I think that I, I think it also tells a lot about you of where the where your earworms go, because uh, my best friend constantly, for as long as I've known her, her mainstay song that is always in her head is. <laughs> and Madeline, it's like you can just go, D-d-d-d-d-d-d-d. and she's like, "Why do you?" She's like, "Because my life, it's constantly like I'm living inside of a circus." That's interesting. I don't think I've ever had one song in my head for like my whole life. You don't have one? I think that would be hell. I think it rotates. I mean, I always have a song in my head, definitely, and usually there's more like five. But like, I don't think that there's one. That can go back like a decade. That's Marcus. You don't have one in there. Uh, No, just the one that I've had in my head for the last couple weeks is "Don't Stop Me Now." That just keeps playing over and over in a loop. The Queen song. You see, that's a fun. But again, that's at least it's a motivational song. Yeah, it is. And you just want to keep on moving. (laughs) And (laughs) actually, it it seems like me and you have like the same kind of the similar song stuck in our head. I got "Don't Stop Me Mm -hmm. Now." You said nobody hold me down. Yeah, you gotta keep on moving. But the line that I keep thinking of uh, about and don't stop in can't stop me now is just that. But I always think like that's why they call me Mister Fahrenheit. I'm like. But that's a great part of the song to have stuck in your head. It's always the worst when you have the worst part of a song stuck in your head, you know? We're just like, why did it have to be that part of it? Which is definitely the case with why you gotta be so rude. <laughs> that is very upsetting. Although arguably the worst line of that song is, Can I have your daughter for the rest of my life? Say yes, say yes, cause I need to know. <laughs> Uh, Daddy wants a new daughter. <laughs> I want her for the rest of my life. <laughs> Actually, but I will say good on you for knowing more lyrics than just why you got I mean long run. I think what happened was I was in the car with like some like a with a child who years ago who was singing it. And she knew every word, and I just sat there and was like, that's what this song is about. It's about a guy going to somebody's dad and being like, can I marry your daughter? And the dad's like, no. No. I do not like you. Why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> you know, <laughs> mister, why you gotta be so rude? That it's just... The, it's, the, it's the young man who says to the dad, why yeah. you gotta be so rude? Oh, no, that's, that's just the guy. <laughs> you know what, why mister? Why you gotta be so rude? <laughs> mister, I came over here in good faith, and you're just being rude to me. Why? That's just what you're doing. <laughs> it's set in Minnesota. <laughs> why do you have to be so rude? I just don't well, think that you need also, that's quite. That's. A, I feel like that's a weird response to a father saying, "No, you can't marry my daughter." Yeah, it's, that's not my, my first. Would be like, "Come on, <laughs> please!" But I like. I really, really love her. Please, new daddy. I really, really love her. That I would get. Yeah, and it's not that I think that me- fathers should give have to give permission for their daughters to marry whoever they want. But for some reason, I trust the dad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this guy's an asshole. No, I mean, you know, you got to be rude every once in a while. Yeah. Just like uh, all of the... Uh, I will say, guys, I watched The Masked Singer last oh, week. Oh, please tell me about it. Please reenact it for me, because I want to know. It is, um, I think that rude is a way to describe Rude <laughs> of how I wasted my time, and I'm going to continue to waste my time watching it every week, just so I can yell at the television. I'm just like, how? How? Why? 
Would they? But you know what? I'm watching it. Is there only Just one assholes. masked singer for the whole episode slash the whole show, or are there several masked singers throughout the entire event? There are six masked singers. Six. I think six, maybe eight. I will say I definitely popped in and out of the show. It's not one that you you don't need to sit and watch the entire thing. But the, the thing is, though, is how brilliant, how brilliant was the advertising that I don't even live in New York anymore, and it's not like I'm constantly surrounded by advertisements, but just the random ones I would see, I'm just like, what is this fucking show? And it made me look it up. Yeah, I don't think I've seen a single advertisement for Mass Singer here in New York City. I haven't seen it on subways. I've just seen it on the TV. It's like they put on like a Legends of the Hidden Temple mask, right? And yeah. then dance and sing. It's a whole, it's a full body garb and character that they have created. So essentially what the show is, it was based on another, um, I, I believe it was a Japanese uh, reality show. Uh, they were doing the same thing. And so you don't know who's inside of it, but when they are introduced, there's this like little video that gives you clues of who could be inside of the costume. And then they go up and they battle each other, singing, I don't know how they choose the songs that they sing. Like the the first dude that went up was uh, the Peacock, and the Peacock sang Hugh Jackman's The Greatest Show <laughs> from, the, from The Great Showman. I don't know why from that's the so perfect for this show, but it's just like, uh, that's that song is fun, but also it's just like, that song is like a little too fun. But then there was a hippo singing Bobby Brown's My Prerogative. <laughs> Interesting. You know, there's I found a site that has theories on who each mass singer is. Oh, uh, Interesting. The peacock, the uh, big uh, front runner. So the peacock is David Hasselhoff. Interesting. Neil Patrick Harris. Hmm, I don't think that he has the time for this show. Yeah, I don't think so either. But this last guy definitely has the time. Donny Osmond. Oof. Really? It's gonna be that's gonna be. We're supposed to guess somebody's voice, and it's gonna be like a B-list actor. Not even. I was assuming it would be like. I don't know, Celine Dion or somebody with like a recognizable <laughs> right? voice. Right? Uh, That's the thing. They give little hints. The hint on this one is it's probably been a while since your mom had a poster of me on her bedroom wall. Oh, please. Can they sing? Are they good singers? <laughs> uh, most of them actually are. And but then obviously it's like you know the mapuraga tev, which is not that difficult to sing. But David and Hasselhoff, so like I've seen David Hasselhoff's music videos. In fact, I would watch him right now. I love him. But the man cannot sing. No, 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 no. I wouldn't describe him as a singer. He's dancing on the Berlin Wall. Jump in my car. <laughs> I want to take you home. He's got to keep on moving. I understand. <laughs> Jump in my car. It's way too far to walk on your own. Well, maybe wait, is that, I wait. will. Was he on the Berlin Wall when he was singing Hooked on a Feeling? Because I remember that. Yeah, he did. I remember that he sang that. He did Hooked on a Feeling, and then he made that really creepy music video of Hooked on a Feeling. Then he made Jump in My Car about the car. Get out of my dreams, jump into my car? It goes, jump in my car. I want to take you home. And he's driving around in that Knight Rider, and he goes, jump in my car. It's way too far to walk on your own. And then he drives up to some girls, and the girls are like, well, maybe I will. And he's like, oh, baby, won't you? That's a whole thing. It is, the jump in my car music video is absolutely breathtaking. 
And so Molly. the whole the whole premise of jumping my car is just like, hey, let me give you a ride. Street harassing women. <laughs> I'm telling you, we should watch it. It's it's spectacular. It is. I spent like a whole year watching this music video. Jump in my car. The man is not a singer. We will be able to use a soundbite from this video and compare it to the masked singer and isolate whether or not one of them is David Hasselhoff, and then we'll. I mean. I enjoy where your head is at with this, but I'm also sad that you have never brought this up, Molly. I, I want to watch you reenact this video I, because I think you'd kill it. I might still know all the words. <laughs> I thought that I must have because it really is like a foundational text for me. Oh, no, I just, the still of the video when you look it up is just David Hasselhoff with flames behind him, which immediately makes me want to watch the video. It's incredible. It's like the quality of I think you might like it level music video. Oh, yeah, these are hoochies. Are you looking at this, Marcus? I am also looking at this as well, yes. Come in, my car. (laughs) (laughs) This is great. And he's so old. He's just so old. Oh, but you know what? Now really that you, now you put David Hassel off in my head, it would make sense that it was him on the Mass Singer. Yeah, I mean, if this if the Mass Singer has about a four note range, I mean, he does do Hooked on a Feeling, which has more in it than that. But Wait, jump in my car. Yeah, that's four. Yeah, that's four. That's four notes. Jump in my car. Yes, I wanna. Yes, it's yeah. way too far to walk on your road. <laughs> I, I I feel like so it's like. So you're watching this. I will say that the costumes of Mass Singer are pretty great, though. They, they, they. What they are doing is very weird, and of course, I'm very into the very weird. But the panelists, the quote unquote celebrity panelists, are such a weird mashup of who has to decide who is inside of the mask. Because at the end of the first one, you found out it was like he was a ba- not basketball player. He was a uh, a football. He was he's a footballist. He makes footballs go. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm not going to guess that. Somebody takes off their mask and it's Donny Osmond. I'm not even going to recognize his face. <laughs> no, especially not after all the plastic surgery. He was fine, but he said, so like his clues, this is the hippo. He said, breakfast is the most important meal of the day for a competitor like me. He said, he's used to performing in a mask in front of thousands of screaming fans. And he said, every time he wins, he's just got to dance, even if it gets him in trouble, which that made me, I was just like, what does that mean? It's because they're not supposed to dance in football. Penalty. Is Oh, you're, oh they're not supposed to dance? They're not uh, supposed to dance, no. Too they're, fun. Why? Yeah. Well, they can dance a little bit. They, there's acceptable levels of dancing. They just can't use props. <laughs> That's seriously the rule. They can't the use rule. the football? <laughs> they just can't use props. They, they will get, uh, they, they'll definitely get a penalty if they use props, but they can they can have a little bit of fun otherwise. Does a football count as a prop? Yes. No, they can't do their, what is it? Hacha! Hacha! <laughs> what is it called? Spiking the football. Spiking the football. Not supposed to do that. It's a prop. <laughs> That's terrible. Let them have a celebration. I think that's my favorite part about a ball game. (laughs) That's what I love about a ball game. I love when the men celebrate. Someone give me an apple teeny. I'm ready to watch a ball game. (laughs) My undies are too small. My undies are too drippy. Me undies is just right. Hey, ladies! Hear me out. Why is it out there that so many underpants companies are trying to do too much for your groinage, but they ain't focusing on what we need? 
to be comfortable. The good thing is there is an underwear brand out there for us that just focuses on being super comfortable. And it's MeUndies. I have seen the Instagram ads for MeUndies forever. We all have. Because all panties is ain't always what all panties does. Ew, I'm sorry. I'm never going to use the word panties ever again. MeUndies is the Goldilocks of underpants. Because like me, that little fish dish ain't put up with garbage no more. And you can get the style perfectly suited for you. Women can choose from four different cuts, all of which are available from classic colors to adventurous prints. I pretty much stick to my black thong alongs, but now I got thunder pants with lightning bolts on them because I strike fast. And if you can count after I slap the earth, you'll find my mouth ain't too far behind. Speaking of prints, why not match your bottom half with your better half and get matching prints for you and your partner? This V-Day season, MeUndies will be releasing a new print every Tuesday. MeUndies gives meowsies because I'm fixing to get snatchy-matchy and I can't wait. MeUndies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, when you order MeUndies, you get 15% off and free shipping. This is a no-brainer. Get 15% off a pair of the most comfortable undies you will ever put on. Let's get Goldie cocked, locked, and loaded underpants style. Because I have found my match, and it doesn't show through my not-really-pants leggings. For the days when I don't want to wear pants. To get 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash page 7. That's MeUndies.com. But the I the I, I I do implore you guys to check out this show because the the panelists are Jenny McCarthy, who looks like, you know, the crypt keeper right now, Nicole Scherzinger, who is an unknown who I had no idea from the Pussycat dolls, Ken Jeong, uh. who don't get me wrong, I love him, especially as someone that it's like I am breast deep in community right now, and he's absolutely perfect. He's great but in also, community, but he he seems like he's everywhere right now. He is kind of everywhere right now, but also the fourth, and I'm gonna dare say the most problematic, Mr. Robin Thicke. Yeah, I don't know why Robin Thicke is there. He absolutely should not be there. He's not allowed. Yeah, no. Also, I mean, not even to go down this road, but he has a a new I don't know if it's wife or girlfriend but he just knocks somebody else up and so he's having another kid meanwhile he still has a restraining order out against him from his ex-wife as well as from his first child yeah because he was abusive towards both of them yeah Robin Thicke is gross and bad and he should not be allowed even on this very very low level masked masked singer show I just don't want him to get the money for it yeah no he should not it's like really weird that it was like Robin Thicke made this creepy ass song and then turned out to be a real creep in real life and then like he just sat there for a few years and now they're like you want to come on on this weird fucking show maybe David David Hasselhoff is there I mean I would definitely say yes in a heartbeat to be on this show <laughs> yes definitely but not if I, I would I would I'm just saying Robin Thicke should be should be in the doghouse carted away yeah. cart him away take him away shoot him out huh. of a cannon hey, you know what the monster sang don't stop me now Whoa, uh, that's right. Uh, and the fan Marcus. theories for the monster, it's either CeeLo, T-Pain, Seal, 
Wayne Brady or MC Hammer? CeeLo is another guy who should not be allowed back. CeeLo and Robin oh, no. Thicke can go sit oh, in the room together. Oh, we don't like CeeLo. Is CeeLo bad? He has what I don't even remember what it is. I think that there were several. There were some accusations against him of either rape or harassment. All I know is that Henry once sat next to CeeLo on a first class flight, and he farted himself awake. <laughs> I mean, CeeLo was a, was a sad one for me. <laughs> I seen Cee-Lo, like he's tiny. He is a <laughs> tiny little bowling ball of a man. And to imagine CeeLo asleep on a plane and then farting and then going whoop and then waking up because it's so loud. You know how loud a fart has to be to go over the roar of a plane? Like a little cat startling yourself awake. <laughs> Especially with how big his mouth is. I just imagine him going like, ha! When he he pours himself awake. Yeah, I'm... CeeLo is is one that I remember being, like, sadder about because I love, um, you know, various CeeLo songs, but especially uh, Fuck You. But... And I don't care about jettisoning Robin Thicke at all because I hate blurred lines. But... CeeLo, I don't remember what it was, but I definitely remember that there are multiple reasons to believe he's bad. Although, I mean, getting back to the conversation we had earlier, unfortunately, Blurred Lines is still one of those songs that is always in my head. And it is always on at weddings. Always on at weddings. Get it out of the wedding. It's a fun bop, It is a bop, I know, and people will dance to it, and then they'll be like, oh no, what am I doing? I was at a wedding where I knew for a fact no one in the crowd wanted to dance to Blurred Lines, but it came on and everyone's like, you know you want it. (laughs) Oh no, God, It's so, it's bad. It's a bad bop. But also I'm kind of excited because uh, Carrie Underwood might be the lion on The Masked Singer. Uh So some of them are professional singers, and some of them are- Yes. Our football players. Our footballists, yeah. And some of the, I don't know what else it could be. Like, they, I mean, I guess it goes all across the board of what they could, they said that total um, of the celebrity competitors, there are 65 Grammy nominations, 16 multi-platinum albums, 16 Emmy nominations, nine Broadway shows, and four stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and four Super Bowl titles. I'm not going to know any of these people. No, I didn't know the footballist. He's a very attractive man, and I would definitely kiss him, but I, I, I didn't know. I'm not uh, familiar with his wares. I think that they should just bring back Mr. Personality if they're going to do masks. Is it the bag thing? Yeah, that was the one where the men were all wearing the creepy Easter Island masks. <sighs> Beautiful. Beautiful show. It's just that it, that is reality television at its best. Yeah, that peaked in 2003, <laughs> and they're just trying to get a good mask show back, and they don't realize what they had with Mr. Personality. I've been watching a uh, marriage-based show lately. Ooh. Do tell. Pretty much have me and Carolyn have pretty much watched the entirety of the sixth season of 90 Day Fiance in the last seven days. So how is the newest season? Tell me about I'm it. not caught up. Because somebody recently asked me, Molly, have you watched 90 Day Fiance? And I said no, and she looked so disappointed when I said no because she needed somebody to talk about it with. And I felt really bad. It felt like I was a bad person. Some of them are uh, horribly depressing. Uh, some of them are really fun because uh, the people involved are absolutely insane. Like the Brazilian woman is definitely the breakout star, although she has a voice that 
fucking grates on my soul. She's like, when I was going to meet my Colty, because her, she <laughs> called her husband's name is Colt, but she calls him Colty. Colty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if my husband's name was Colt, I would definitely call him Colty. <laughs> got to. Jackie, you've got, you are going to love this Brazilian. It's like, I uh, was want to get along with my mother-in-law, Debbie, but Debbie is a bitch. <laughs> 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 oh my god I it's just weird though that you brought up that specific woman because Henry was gabbing at me about that woman last night because he's like you're not caught up on 90 day fiance I was like no because I don't live with you anymore and it was Henry and I's show and so now I fell off of it and he's like you gotta catch up yeah you have to you gotta see what's going on I didn't even know Henry watched 90 day fiance Oh, he loves 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Is it Bravo? Uh, I'm not sure. We watch it on Google Play. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, 90 Day Fiance has definitely become a. Uh, we have definitely. I mean, they've gotten the the marriage episode has aired, uh, and there are some problems at the end of that marriage episode that I hope get solved this week. Are there a, a, a number of couples who we follow throughout the season? Pretty much what it is, you get what like six couples. Uh, yeah. And these six couples, it's always, um, it's not necessarily like a man bringing in a woman from another country. There's a couple of them in this season where it's a woman bringing in a man from another country. And actually, those are the worst ones. Like, the women the that one. do it are the, oh, the, the horrible people. Actually, the woman this season is not that bad. Uh, okay. She's actually she's kind of, she's getting the shit into the stick on this one actually, uh, mm. yeah she fell in love. It's always they fall in love on a vacation. I was gonna say how yeah. do they meet these people? Is it a mail order thing? Or? <laughs> no, it's usually they meet someone when they're on a vacation mm-hmm. to uh, another country. Like the woman met a guy uh, in Jamaica. She's thirty two. He's. 20 uh, and oh, yeah. uh, predictable results. Uh, then there's a woman who met a guy in uh, Samoa, and I think he is, uh, his IQ is very low. Uh, he is a fucking oh. moron. Uh, but he does do something that's a little clever, if not extremely devious and horrific later on. So they're all greased up. <laughs> they're on the beach. Yeah. They F, and uh-huh. then they decide to get married, and they have to try to get all the paperwork done. Is there a show about paperwork? Uh, part of it. Paperwork's only a part of it, okay. Molly. Because, oh, yeah. I mean, well, the guy that went over, that's over in Russia and had a baby with a girl named Olga, I mean, he had the paperwork problems he's having, you're not going to believe. Because I think there's got to be a lot of paperwork. <laughs> there's a lot of paperwork involved, uh, but mostly it's about uh, these horrible horrible people trying to fit in into uh, American families uh, and uh, they are not, they usually do a very awful job of it. Like this one woman is demanding that her husband uh, stop paying child support uh, and kick his daughter out of the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's like, you, you have to choose, you have to choose between them and me, I'm priority, I'm priority, not your children. Uh, and it is. it gets intense. God, I love 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this season's pretty good. It gets a little repetitive. Ooh, it, gets, it. it gets a little repetitive at times, as all of course. 90 Day Fiancés do. Gotta be honest, six seasons seems like a lot to, <laughs> of juice to squeeze out of this premise. Dude! <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it, but there's a lot going on because it is very, I mean, you know, uh, it, that's why it is perfect reality television. It has the drama because it is so, like, the idea of it, it's just like how scary that must be to move to a new country that you don't know anything about. And, like, the whole concept to me is very interesting. Mm -hmm. But it's so hard and sad. But I do like that it's all across the board of, like, they're all weird, awful people because it is not, they're not all weird, awful people. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that. But, like, they all got something wrong with them. (laughs) (laughs) They got a quirk. Are they all rich? No. No, absolutely not. In fact, that's one of the big conflicts between the woman uh, that wants the guy to stop paying child support. She's coming over from Indonesia because he lives uh, in a two-bedroom apartment with his daughter, and he sleeps on a twin bed. And she was not happy to walk into that apartment and find out that she was going to be sleeping on a twin bed. Not happy at all. So, no, they're not rich. But there's always there's the question. There's always the question. Are they just in it for the green card? Mm. Or are they in it for love? Some of them are in it for love. I think my my saddest couple that I still follow, which is, I I mean, that's sad and weird for me, um, was Nicole and Azan. And Azan was from Morocco. And Nicole was this, like, fairly just, like, dumpy in personality girl from Florida. And he was this, like, hot Moroccan dude and all he did was just like he's like she's fat I I I hate it here like I miss Morocco and I guess I'm gonna do this and she's just like kissing other dudes and doing all these like terrible things but like he is very emotionally abusive towards her but she's just as emotionally abusive back to him and she's like 19 and she's got like a four-year-old but she's not mothering the kid and so it's just like all this stuff but i'm just obsessed with knowing what happens <laughs> yeah there is uh one the woman who's bringing the jamaican dude over she has two kids from previous relationships because she's already run out on two marriages so far uh and they pretty much say in the first episode it's like yeah the kids aren't going to be in the shows and then they don't mention the kids for the rest of the fucking season until like the last episode so she pretty much just shuffled her kids onto uh her other uh, onto her ex-husband or not ex-husband ex-boyfriend uh, and so she's marrying this dude like without the kids being anywhere around I guess I should watch it's, 90 Day Fiance you gotta watch you gotta 90 Day Fiance it. it's, <laughs> just, it's just dumb people and stupid people and then some people that you're just not quite sure what their deal is and those are the best ones uh-huh. the best ones are the people it's like what's your Man, what's going on with you? What's going on in your head right now? I've always been meaning to watch more. Like, I really am stuck in, like, early 2000s reality TV. Like, to me, reality TV is still Joe Millionaire and Mr. Personality. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I got to catch up. And I, you know, when I watch, like, Top Chef, I see the commercials for, like, you know, the Vanderpump rules and all of the new ones. It is fun. And it looks fun. And I'm like, I should watch new reality shows. You should, because there are so many moments in 90 Day Fiance when you're like these intimate moments when they're in the middle of an argument and then they get to the end of it and they make up and you're suddenly struck by the fact there is there are two men in that room with him. There is a cameraman yeah. and a boom mic operator in that room with them 
at that moment. Very brave. It, <laughs> <laughs> Very brave to have your like, yeah, marital it, squabbles with two men in the room. Uh huh. And it's also fun to like guests like when did they mic them up? Uh-huh. Like did they mic? Did they have to stop this fight to mic them up? Go back. Take it back. <laughs> yeah, to we gotta, we gotta get all the footage. <laughs> I have. To, I mean, you guys know, and I know that I've brought this up a lot, and I feel like it's something maybe I don't talk about enough is how much I love um, the polygamy shows that I've been watching. I'm on season 12 of Sister Wives. Wow, you're still and on I, Sister Wives. You're still on, you were talking about Sister Wives when oh. we started this yeah. show. <laughs> I, think, I think that I am, my, I don't know how they keep making it. I feel like I'm the only person in the world that still watches the show. I, I, I know everything about them. It's very, because that is what reality shows are now. But there is this one polygamy show that is on Netflix that is like, it's called three. Uh, it's called Three Wives, One Husband, and it is about this very small Mormon community in Utah, and they built all of their houses into these rock mountain things. Oh, that sounds cool. And which is, it's very interesting. They've built this whole community where they live, and it shows the actual real side of having multiple partners with one man at the center of it. And it's sad. <laughs> I bet it man. is. I bet. It's because I like the idea of a sister wife. I think that that is. I I'm very intrigued by it. I know that I personally could never do that, just because I'm jealous as fuck. Same. And I like my things to be my things, <laughs> which is a horrible thing to say about a person. But you mine, know what I mean. Mine, uh, mine. I get it's it. It's mine. It's mine. It's my no touchy. <laughs> And I am, but at the idea of like raising a bunch of children and having help and having someone that like, it's like, so you get the other side of like having different people raise children. It's like, you know, it takes a fucking village. But this is about the actual like feelings that these women, and it's mostly just about the women. It's really nothing, like the men aren't really involved in the show. So it follows these couple families and like the, just like the interpersonal workings of how these women have to deal with working with other strong women to create a family, to create an environment that is good and how fucking difficult that is. So wait, I'm curious, what makes this show different than Sister Wives? Like what, do a compare and contrast for me, please. Sister Wives doesn't get into the emotions of anything. Really? It's just like, we've got all these kids. And like, oh, we got to move again because this is illegal where we are. So it's like more like the legal standpoints of a lot of that stuff. And I also really like the kids because like I essentially watched them grow up. <laughs> and like when Mariah went to college and she came out and they were very like they were fine with it. It wasn't like, you know, that big of a thing. And I like that it's like mostly about their religion and how they want their children to be able to choose whatever life that they would like. And I find, I, and so I find that comforting and interesting because it also, it, like throughout the show, they've gained another wife and have had more kids. And it's about just like the interplay, but it's very light. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can Three always tell by the music. Yeah. Like, I'd imagine Sister Wives has that, you know, the score that they always use, like, when it's like, oh, this situation, it's such a wacky little situation. Like, the, like, doom, doom. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's just like silly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he forgot his pants. Oh. He's got to go to all the houses. <laughs> Too many wives. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, three three wives, one man is like. Sometimes I feel like he 
doesn't love me as uh-huh. much as he loves the others. That's what Netflix uh, is, you know? That's Netflix versus dude, TLC right there. But it really is, because, like, one of the wives was pregnant, and it was, like, the other woman sitting, she's like, and she's like, and you'd think that, like, because she looks different, and, you know, it's like, she's gaining weight and doing all these things, that I would feel less jealous. She's like, but she's the one with his child inside of her. And I just wish it was me right now. And I see the way that he looks at her because he's because she's doing God's work right now. Because that is our job. And I'm not able to do that right now because she had like just had a kid. And she's like, it makes me hate myself. It makes me hate myself. It makes me hate myself. And she did like there was just but then you're also like what you were talking about. There's someone with a camera sitting there watching her do this. like reaches out like, they're there, they're there. She's like, oh my God. And it's just, it's all the, uh. but you know what? I've been watching the fuck out of it. <laughs> Ding dong, the 2018 witch is dead. And I don't know about you, but I'm resurrecting that dead as a doorknob flavor of life I like to call hope and confidence in 2019. The new year means new resolutions, and we've got one you're working on twice every day. Ha! Or three times if y'all butt looking good in that bodycon dress. You, you, you. I'm forever a 13-year-old boy trapped in a grown woman's body. It's your oral health I'm talking about. And with a Quip electric toothbrush, sticking to good habits is simple. The guiding features are like a built-in support system for better brushing. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I'm good to my teeth, but baby, I was born to be bad. Just like the Tasmanian devil. Quip is a superstar, and you can lose your head while you're out gallivanting down a yellow brick road with a bunch of put-together trash looking for a change in their look. So Quip uses a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and to help you clean your whole mouth evenly. Talk about a mouth jitterbug. Actually, mouth jitterbugs sound terrifying. But up to 90% of us don't brush for full two minutes or don't clean evenly. And that's just as scary as a floating head wizard you gotta beg for life-fulfilling treats from. Quip's toothbrush multi-use cover works as a stand as well. It mounts the mirrors and slides over your bristles to pack and protect your Quip on the go. It's a basket for your mouth, Toto. And your mouth, Toto, can't sneak out of its basket like a real Toto. But if your Quip comes to life brave little toaster style, I'm sure Quip will replace it. But if it grows eyes and a mouth of its own and tells you to get to Lorena Bobbit stepping, you should probably check the area's radiation levels. The toothbrush stand-in cover declutters your sink or cabinet and makes traveling with an electric toothbrush easier. Plus, there are no wires or clunky chargers and it runs for three months on a single charge. Lord knows how long Dorothy lived in her mind's rabbit hole but if she had equipped, at least she could have brushed her teeth through all of her unstable mind's deviation from reality. You know, I love that I never have to deal with the weird, boldy travel toothbrushes anymore. And it's so easy to travel with my mouth, Toto. It gives you peace of mind while you take the road. Cormac McCarthy style with a bunch of munchkins slamming lollies and sucking back broskies. That's why I love Quip. 
and why over one million happy, healthy mouths do as well. Quip starts at just 25 bucks, and if you go to getquip.com slash page seven right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash page seven. Yeah, I mean, last year I had a great time watching Teen Mom, and I realized, why don't I watch this format of reality show more often? Couples fighting. Yeah, oh, yeah, 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. It's a lot of couples fighting. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, fi- it is fiancés fighting with family members, fiancés fighting with friends, and then the best part is, like, the friends who are obviously, like, extremely close friends with the person who's brought someone else over, uh, who absolutely refused to be in the show, and then finally shows up at the end at the wedding because they have no fucking choice. Uh-huh. Oh, I, oh, I can't wait to watch this season. Yeah. Man, I'm going to do that this week. I've it's going to be great. on such a different trip than you guys. I followed Candace Cameron Bray, Jody Sweeten, and Andrea Barber, a.k.a. Kimmy Gibbler, on um, Instagram. And I just want to just report briefly that Candace Cameron Bray's Instagram exclusively scripture. Oh. <laughs> so, you guys have been having a little bit more of a sexy romp than I have. <laughs> I am learning a lot about scripture. Yeah, I, I heard a Brazilian woman say, Cult has a big penis. <laughs> He's so big. He, he like using my body. You never give me a compliment, Culti. <laughs> and just this poor man be like, I tell you you're beautiful all the time. I I always tell you you're beautiful, but not the kind that I like. And meanwhile, like his two friends are standing right next to him. They're about to go to a dinner, but this dinner is at the same place. The two weeks earlier, Colt had told the waitress that he liked her glasses. Oh, you gonna look at the waitress again? Is that a way we go here again? That's what you want from 90 Day Fiance. I imagine you talk like this to Carolina all the time. All the time. It drives her fucking nuts because it's so loud. (laughs) That's fucking great, man. Carolina, is it time for us to go to the store? (laughs) (laughs) It's so great. It's like, can you just not? But you have to do it at that volume to really get her essence. Oh, yeah, to really get her awful, obnoxious essence. Terrible, terrible woman. Meanwhile, Candace Cameron Bray just pointing her phone at the pages of the Bible and <laughs> scanning over the text so that those following her Instagram stories can just read Bible passages on the page. Does she read it out loud? I, you know, I a lot of times I'm watching Instagram stories in bed and I don't have the sound on, so gotcha. I can't, can't yeah. confirm. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we're gonna we're talking about the the opposite of that. I and I didn't mean to talk so much about reality TV right now, but that's what's happening. It's the beginning of the year. The shows aren't back on yet. We gotta fill the time somehow. Can we throw out a Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club? Ooh. That I'll watch. It started yesterday, and you can watch the episodes online for free. You don't need cable. And can we just say? Butts, butts, butts. (laughs) Oh no, I got to keep on greasing my ass. Because I feel like I don't grease my ass enough, especially while watching the show. It all it does is make me want to put like mucus on it. What is it? What do you put on your ass to make it glow? Baby oil? I guess, but yeah, baby Baby oil. oil. You don't put mucus Mucus. on your ass. (laughs) Where you gonna get all that mucus from? Just a bucket of mucus. You're just fucking buying mucus off of the internet? Save it. Save all yours. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you gotta. It's like there's composting. gotta be some sort of mucus store. 
Does it? I because mucus coats the inside of your nose and 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 your 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 lungs. So why shouldn't it be on your ass? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to say? Because we've all, I feel like, had the problem where we've put lotion on and then had to put pants on. Mm-hmm. And it's a really unpleasant problem. So yeah. you're trying to have your ass oiled and no pants on? Or you're trying to, like... No pants. Okay. I'm talking no pants. Right, good. There's so many butts in Mykonos. And that's really what I took from the show. Outside of the fact that, like, Lindsay Lohan, dude, this, she's her whole thing, it was actually weirdly, like, intense and sad because she's like I got away from America because in Dubai it's illegal to take pictures of someone without their knowledge and that's why I went there I wanted to get rid of my whole past and I'm starting over again and she thinks that like she hired on all of these people that she shipped in from America to be so it's essentially Vanderpump rules but in Mykonos but she wants it to be a like business but and she's like, "This isn't. They're not just going to be drinking and having a good time. This is. They're here to work." I, but then that sounds. That sounds horribly boring. I, I would. Yeah. I would be. <laughs> I feel like I'm actually like kind of compelled and sympathetic by the idea of moving to a country where somebody can't take your picture without your consent because that's like been ruining her life forever. But is she not starting a reality show where the cameras are pointed at her? That's the thing, and that's and also a bunch of hot people that all went out there to fuck. And so, of course, like, she walks in, she, like, drops in to meet all of them in the house that they're all staying at. And they're all hammered, and they're eating a bunch of food, and she's like, that's not how you meet a boss. But she just showed up at their fuck palace, where (laughs) they buy them with a bunch of booze. What do you think all these hot people are going to do? They're going to fuck each other in the pool. Man. It's got good butts. I'm glad that, you know, some things never change. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. People, put the people in a house and give them a pool and they will fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And then she was trying to, like, she just kept trying to bring it back, like, with her, like, confessionals of just, like, talking about how hard her life was and how much she fucked up for a really long time and then juxtaposing, like, like juxtaposed with just like them just like breasts and rubbing on breasts and they're all oiled up. They're just like, yeah, the party. It's very, I mean, weirdly intrigued. Gonna probably keep watching it, at least for a while. My hottest take is that I uh, I find Lindsay Lohan's voice to be kind of sexy. <laughs> yeah, I found most things about Lindsay Lohan to be sexy. Okay, I thought yeah. that I thought that we were supposed to all hate her voice because she's such a party girl, but I like it. Yeah, she's been partying. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, she's an incredibly sexy woman. Okay. Oh yeah. And she stopped doing the, like, random accents. That's good. That's great. So now it's just a regular... I'm glad someone sat her down and talked to her about that and said, you need to stop. Yeah. But I also found it interesting. I was watching some interview with her. Uh, She's only auditioned for something twice. And the rest of everything else she ever did was just given to her. And she's just like, I can't imagine auditioning all the time. I don't think that I could do that. (laughs) I just was given my roles, and that was hard enough. And I was just like, damn, girl, that's insane. Also, good for you. That was really good. That was a good Lindsay. Do it some more. Yeah, yeah, should I keep talking? Because I feel like it's a little Mariah. It's a little Mariah. It's a little Mariah, but her voice is a lot deeper than you think it is. It's very weird. She's very um, 
reserved in how she speaks. In fact, watching it, I was like, I need to speak softer. I know you guys have to hear me do this like once a year where I'm like, maybe I should start talking softer. Um, going, I never Going will. on eight, nine years now, I've been hearing this. Maybe I should yeah, yeah, yeah. talk softer. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, speaking of funny accents and changing them, did you guys see that clip from The Bachelorette of that woman who's like, hello, so nice to meet you. And the guy's like, Oh, is that an Australian accent? And she's like, yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, I know it kind of different, but <laughs> that's who I am. And he's like, oh, no, nice to meet you. That's kind of fun. I like accents. And she's like, all right, cheerio, or whatever. And then she leaves. And then the the like testimonial with her is her being like, I'm not Australian. But you need to do something <laughs> to set yourself apart. <laughs> this bitch, she rules. <laughs> that's wait, is that the one with the virgin? Uh, it's just, I saw this clip going around online. I don't know the, the which... I assume it's episode one, but I don't know. She is, uh, I believe, wearing a red dress. It is, but also a fake Australian accent is um, that's that's difficult. Honestly, Molly, I feel that your Australian accent was very good. Thank you. I'm yeah. not because I'm on. Is a bit. Ooh, Bobby. It's the syllable, as I understand. Hello. Like I can't, I can't really do it. But there's like a weird, there's like an extra syllable to like. Eh. Ew. Yeah. Lil. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's so fucking sexy. <laughs> All any gender, any. I mean, Australian. You know, like the New Zealand accent. The can you call it a brogue or is that just Irish? I think that's just Irish. Scottish. There. Over there. Over there. <laughs> Can't sing that song anymore. <laughs> um, it, this is the same uh, it's the same bachelor that everyone's losing their mind because he's a virgin and so a lot of them also played a lot of like like camp I think like one of them like gave him a bunch of like eggplants and stuff like that it's like they were essentially just ragging on him for being a virgin and like that's his get that's how he got the show he's a virgin oh yeah I guess it's a bachelor not a bachelorette when there's only one boy he's the bachelor right the premiere last yes. night was three hours long. Whoa. Set aside your night. Whoa. Clear your agenda. Yeah, the virgin's name is Colton Underwood. Colty. Oh, another Colty. 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 Where are you going? Another, another great thing about her is that she, she's Brazilian, uh, so she speaks Portuguese, and so everything is phonetic in Portuguese. Like, there's no weird like spelling. So uh, she learned. You could tell she learned English by reading. So she pronounces every single word phonetically. It's fantastic. I admire that. Ooh, English doesn't make any sense. No, no, it doesn't. I love uh, Portuguese. Is such a beautiful language too. Gavaha. I wish you'd I can't speak wait to it watch sometimes. it. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, God. Well, see, I never got into The Bachelor because I feel like it's another one of those where it's like, that's a time commitment. And it's not that I'm against it because anytime I watch it, like, with my girls, if they're all, like, we're drinking our teenies and watching The Bachelor, it's always fun. Yeah. I always dig it. I just never format. sat and chose to watch it. Same. Whenever I see it, I'm like, yeah, who are you going to pick? But then I don't, I don't sit down and commit to the three hours. Mm-hmm. Um, and not to, you know, steer away from our reality talk conversation, but I gotta say, new DILF on the scene and not what you expect. Are you do- giving us a blind item right There's now? a new DILF on the scene and it's not what you'd expect. Jackie, tell us more. <laughs> oh, God. Well, do I work expect? for TMZ now? <laughs> oh, if we're doing um, TMZ voice, like, 
We got a new dump on the scene, and it's not what you'd expect. Well, for more, we got Jackie Zabrowski. And then we just yell at you, you're like, across the cubicle for some reason. Jackie! <laughs> oh, do I've got hot goss. Well, on Instagram the other day, John Travolta showed off his bold new look, which is not a new look. It's just an old look, because I don't think he's using his hair implants anymore. He's going bald. He's owning being bald, and I'm throwing it out. Out there, he looks great. He looks great. He looks better than he's ever looked. I think right? he looks fantastic. Good for him. Good for him. I w- I saw the picture and I was like, is that John Travolta? Is that John Travolta? <laughs> and you know that we've always loved the Jantra, but I've never wanted to stuck a Chantra. Not even close. I mean, you know, Saturday Night Fever. I, I, I mean, you know, the dancing and the butt. I fuck that guy. But... John Travolta and his little because like on his Instagram he posted a picture of him in a tuxedo with his daughter who is gorgeous by the way and he is um yeah he's going for the bald look and he looks great I think that most guys look great when they shave their head I know it's not an opinion you want to hear Marcus but I do think most guys look great when they do it I've been having a, the, the conversation is getting more serious at home really yeah really yeah. oh yeah the shaved head conversation is definitely getting more serious she's asking me to hold on for a little while longer. I just think okay. that when you get there, I think that you should feel proud in your ability to rock it. I'll see. Oh my God, I'm going to get you baby bonnets. <laughs> and I'm going to get you those, what are the, the, you know, the little headbands with little bows on it? Mm-hmm. I think you'd look really cute. She works hard for the money. So hard for the money. She works hard for the money. So you better treat her right. Franissance 2019 is a lifestyle, but dang. Fran Drescher had to put lots of time into looking that good. Let's be real. For most of us, a 20-step full face of makeup every day just ain't gonna happen. Makeup should give you a maximum impact with minimum effort. And I just discovered a beauty brand that finally got set. Wonder Beauty! When you ain't using good products and want to slap your face on real fast, sometimes you leave the house looking like a low-level intergalactic hooker. Actually, that's usually what I'm going for, but I understand why not everyone wants it. Wonder Beauty is a line of multitasking beauty essentials that are easy to use and travel friendly, so you can get ready in five minutes and stay gorgeous on the go. It was founded by a working mom of two and a supermodel, two women who are always on the move and know how to make the most out of their precious time. And scream. I bet they both know how to scream it and mean it, girl. Wander Beauty completely streamlines your beauty routine with fewer products that work better. I ain't got the back power to schlep around a million different products. I'm just as weak in the arms as I am weak in the knees when I see a perfectly booby-licious tiny vest. I need more tiny vests. And that means being more thoughtful about the stuff you do use. Wander Beauty is clean, cruelty-free, and made with ingredients your skin will love. Wander Beauty's on-the-globe blush and highlighter is to die. And it's tiny. And I ain't need a brush to apply it. Uh-oh, Arwen's calling, and she's peeved because I got a bright cheek sheen that says, Hey, I probably wouldn't mind getting jiggy with it in that crystal clear river over yonder. Wonder Beauty has already won a ton of awards, including Allure's Best of Beauty Award and has fans everywhere. You've probably seen Heidi Klum using their baggage claim gold eye masks on Instagram. Also, mazel on the engagement, Heidi. Good for you, girl. You get it, mama. 
anyone can benefit from these multitaskers, not just beauty junkies. Those dang beauty junkies you find with brow liners sticking out of their arms and the gutters asking you for spare wipes. Wander Beauty is foolproof beauty. Whenever, wherever. It's time to make over your morning with Wander Beauty. Get 20% off your purchase at wanderbeauty.com slash page seven. That's wanderbeauty.com slash page seven for 20% off wanderbeauty.com slash page seven. Well, just so long as you can help pay for the surgery to pin my ears back. Those <laughs> oh, things, no. They're gonna flap. Don't do that. They're going to flap quite a bit once that head goes bald. I understand. I had short hair for a long time. I also have big sticky out ears, mm-hmm. and I wasn't aware of it until it was like until I think Henry was making fun of my tiny head at one time. Um, which yes, I have a very small head, but also it makes my ears look really big. Mm-hmm. Same here, tiny head. I've got tiny, tiny elf head. ears, and I didn't know until I had a baby who also has tiny elf ears, and everyone said she looked like an elf, and she looked like me, and then I realized that they were saying that I look like an elf. Yeah, and, you know, and then, everyone I say this to is like. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you didn't. Didn't. No. Didn't, had not been called an elf my entire life until I had this child, and everyone indirectly called me an elf for several months. Didn't necessarily call you that, but seems like, hmm. I had been called sprightly before. Sprightly, which yes. Is I can see sprightly. Elf synonym. Yeah. So I guess I shouldn't be that surprised, but- but my tiny pointy elf ears are now But like a cool elf. Not like a you're not like yeah. a Santa's elf. Not like the elves from um Santa Claus one. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. The ELFS. They uh I think that you're more of a um not Jennifer Connolly. The the big mouth beautiful. Uh, Liv Tyler. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Julia Roberts says she's when she's Tinkerbell and Hook. Not that pretty. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I could kind of see it. Yeah. She got short hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget about, I forgot Julia Roberts was Tinkerbell in that. Liv Tyler, is she elf-like? Yeah, well, she uh, played in an Lord elf of the in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. duh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's famous elf. Yeah. Her first big role. Yeah, I guess those Man. elves are hot. Lord of the Rings made elves hot again. Yeah. For sure. I would have loved to fuck in that elven kingdom. Oh, Can you imagine how nice those beds are when he, when Vigo Mortensen wakes up in the bed and I'm just like, man, I want fucking sleep there. I want to bang you on that bed. Let's bring in Legolas. Let's have a time about it. <laughs> I'd like to bang in Rivendale, right? Yeah, it'd be fun. Oh my god, I didn't realize it was so close to the word Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> Going back in Is what this... a week, two weeks? I think I Ugh, next week. I can't I wait any week. longer. Yeah, next week. It is a completely, we don't have to talk about it because it's very serious, but our friend Archie is a character in the movie uh, The Hate You Give with Amanda Sternberg, and she's fucking incredible in that movie. The movie I thought was really, really beautiful, and Archie is there, and he's a doofus. (laughs) I'm starting to think that KJ Apa is unable to play anybody but doofuses. Oh, typecast as a doofus. I think he might actually, I think think it might not be that Archie's a doofus, but that KJ Apa (laughs) is a doofus. (laughs) That's kind of my takeaway after watching this film. He did great. It was perfect for the role, Um, but he is a little bit of a doofus. I am, I hate to say this, kind of excited to see Five Feet Apart, like Nicole Sprouse movie. He's sick. She's sick. They can't touch, but they fall in love. Oh, God. Wait, so it's Boy in the Bubble? <laughs> it's Boy in the Bubble, but they're both sick. It's no, and it's I think Boy in the some... Bubble meets that other YA book. The 
stars. What the hell is it? Uh, stars. I. Uh, the falling. Uh, oh. Ah, ah, oh. Shailene Woodley. Ah. Yeah. Um. Oh. Stars. Stars. <laughs> Shailene. Stars. The fault in our stars. The fault of our stars. <laughs> <laughs> the stars because that's also a teen love story about two people who are sick I mean I am a sucker for that stuff it still goes you know it's like I saw that the notebook is coming out with a musical and all the the music is being written by Ingrid Michaelson and I love Ingrid Michaelson I love the notebook and it's just like 15 year old me's heart is singing and I want to sing along with the music <laughs> so what I'm saying is I'm gonna go see Five Feet Apart and I'm gonna go I'm gonna eat a bunch of fucking edibles and I'm gonna go see it alone <laughs> and I'm gonna cry and I'm gonna enjoy it <laughs> alright it's time for the list oh, yeah who's on, on the list Marcus gotta, gotta have, have that, that list. list I guess this list is uh, inspired by that that old Golden Globes win I had night. so many things I wanted to talk about with the Golden Globes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to shout out to Billy Porter's outfit. If you did not see Billy Porter's outfit, Billy Porter won the red carpet. He's from Pose, and he looked fucking awesome. He was wearing a suit and a cape. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the pink cape? The pink-lined cape. Dude, so good. He good. Cape's pretty sweet. Yeah. But the, the list is movies with uh, biopics, movies about real people. In this Ooh, year, yeah, or just in Rami general. Malika just in general, one. In just, general. Uh, just all in there because you know Bohemian Rhapsody won, uh-huh. uh, which I I wouldn't saw Bohemian Rhapsody actually. It, How was I it? Saw it's, it too. It's good. I thought I it yeah. really enjoyed watching it, and yeah. then I did read a really really good critique of um like how they dealt with Freddie Mercury and AIDS and being gay. That mm-hmm. was like basically it made it look like all of the like that his straight family saved him and all of the bad things in his life happened because it was a very, very good critique. I th- mm. like, and that I did not see at the time watching it, but then I thought was a, was a good, and like also like, I guess some, they kind of rearranged some of the facts obviously in a biopic to make it look obviously. more dramatic, but yeah, yeah. I did enjoy it while I was watching it. And I, I like, I, I thought the critiques about how they dealt with AIDS and sexuality were good, but I, uh, I also just think that Remy Malik is so cute, and I love him so much, and I thought he did a great job. He was pretty He's adorable in the movie. Yeah. And the songs were actually, they actually did fucking great jobs with all the concerts and the songs and him performing yeah. and all that. Like, it was, like, very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, that's how Don't Stop Me Now got stuck in my head. <laughs> <It's been laughs> See, that Christmas. makes sense. <laughs> and it's, it's, it is so, like, you... Like I watched it and then I was just like, I just gotta listen to Queen for weeks, which yeah. is a nice feeling. Yeah, yeah, I got to listen Hell to a lot yeah. of Queen. Yeah. It was re- it was really fun. It's yeah. a nice movie. And it's a little inspiring as well. Mm-hmm. Also, just to throw it out there, if you guys have not seen the favorite yet, go see the fucking favorite. Want to go see the favorite? Really, it's real. I mean, the woman. I think uh, that she won the one. Uh, the woman that played Queen Anne won the Golden Globes, and she fucking deserved it. It's not everybody's cup of tea, and I get it. I went to go see it with Mumsy and Pupsy, and that was a perfect... Um, I don't know if I have I said this aloud that I started calling Henry and Natalie Mumsy and Pupsy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a perfect Mumsy and Pupsy uh, movie, and you know to have like a good discussion afterwards. But it was so funny because we were watching it, and there was an, a middle-aged couple in front of us with their teenage son, must have been fourteen or fifteen, and you could see how uncomfortable this poor kid was the entire movie. It is not a movie to see. 
with your family if you are like my family where you can't watch a sex scene or what or like expect like any kind of kissing or anything like that and he was just openly he kept like going to the bathroom and they were like sit sit and he's like i'm just go- oh, <laughs> to watch this two and a half hour long like movie about a bunch of like like amazing character driven women but also it's not for a lot of 14 year olds in general yeah, I understand. Oh, I got to see a new movie, like a big, I guess a movie that's getting a lot of buzz uh, a couple months ago. I went and saw Destroyer. Ooh, how was it? It's good. It's fine. Ah. It, there should have been more. There, were, I, I was expecting a lot more destroying. There was like a medium amount of destroying. Like there was some destroying, but and people are saying it's like Nicole Kidman is unrecognizable. It's transformative. I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Every time she was on the screen, the only thing I could think is there's Nicole Kidman. Uh, and they yeah. have her play both like, you know, the older woman and like a younger version of herself. And the younger version of herself just kind of looks like a 25 year old that got a bunch of plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her uh. acting is pretty good. Um, but I would say the most impressive is like, she looks mean. Uh, and that's kind of the extent of it. She got a real okay. good mean. She got a real good stink face going on. Real good mean face going Ooh, on. Thinking about Nicole Kidman though, just made me really excited for Big Little Lies season two. Big Little Lies season coming. two. Yeah. But yeah, Destroyer could have used more destroying. Although there was a me- okay. there was a light to medium destroying, and the destroying that was there was good. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Good destroying. Really good destroying when the destroying happened. All right. Uh, but I I I expect I wanted more destroying. I could have used more destroying. Okay. It's a cop show, right? Yeah, it's, a, it's a cop yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a cop movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, totally, it's a cop movie, but also it's about, it's a cop movie about the choices that we make. Ooh. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm definitely going to see yeah, it. Yeah, you should watch it. I think you'll really like it. Hell yeah. I got to keep on moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the list. Who's on that list? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Capote was one. Remember when Michelle Williams played Marilyn Monroe in My Week with Marilyn? Do you guys ever see that? My Week with Marilyn. You know, I never did, but I do love her. I like a biopic. I like a good biopic. Yeah, I dig. Uh, What was that one about the sex guy? Kinsey... Uh, what was it called? The yeah 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 I saw that. You know that was a good one. Yeah, that was a pretty good one. I Tanya was great. I Tanya was really it was good. fantastic. That was a really good movie. Weird thing about this list is that it gives a shout out to Reese Witherspoon for Walk the Line, but not Joaquin Phoenix. Interesting. <laughs> Wait, we we're back on with Joaquin Phoenix though, right? I guess. I were we ever off? I think we were off for a little bit because I think he went a little crazy, but I think we're back on with Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he went a little wacky with that when he went on uh, Letterman, right? And, and I he... think it wasn't just a fun crazy. I think it may have been like an uncomfortable. I think it's a true crazy. It was like an uncomfortable. It wasn't like a dangerous crazy. I don't think anyone got hurt. I don't think so either, but I remember feeling like we shouldn't be watching this. Yeah, yeah, one of those sorts of crazies. Mm-hmm. But no, he came back. He's going to play the Joker. Everything's fine. Oh, he's going to play the yeah. Joker. Yeah. Oh, how do you feel about that, Marcus, as a as a, as a, as a comic bookist? Uh, DC Comics have been fucking up their movie. They're never going to get a movie right, so I don't care. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, they've, they've lost all my faith. Mm-hmm. They've lost all of it. So yeah, DC Comics, they're going to, ever since Superman, Batman, I'm like, ah, they're never going to get it right. So mm-hmm. who gives a shit what they do? Mm, all right. I mean, I think that I, I will watch, I just like the Joker. 
Yeah. In general. I love you the know, Joker. You know, I dig. Yeah, I love the Joker. I, you know, I don't know anything about the comic books. Yeah. About those comic books. But I like <laughs> I like it because I like his destruction. Yeah. I think it's funny. <laughs> well, if you're talking about destroying. Talk about destroying. Uh, there's a man. Yeah. There's a man that'll destroy some things. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, it's time for Pine Adam. Oh, <laughs> This former A- to A-minus list actress, all of you know, who's been in the business since before she could talk, but doesn't really act any longer, is being cheated on by her husband, which nobody saw coming. Cheated on by her husband before, she before, she before that she she's was even born. Twin, she? <laughs> yeah, she's an Olsen twin. Is it Mary Kate? That old man is cheating on her. Oh, how? <laughs> yuck, yuck, Jesus yuck. Christ. He's His so daughter old. is like her age, yeah. too. And they just like hang out and everything's fine. And she's like, new mommy. <laughs> <laughs> new mommy, new BFF. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a Sarko- not the old, old man. It's Sarkozy. It's the Sarkozy that's cheating on Mary Kate. Because isn't Ashley married to like a really like disgusting Russian? Yeah, Skarsgarsky. But both of, well, I don't know. I just remember that one is married to one that's like at least 20 years older. Yeah, that's a, well, Oliver Sarkozy is 17 years older than Mary Kate. But looks a lot older. But I think Ashley is still single. Interesting. Well, because she was she was with that really, really old guy. Yeah. And then they (laughs) broke up. Oh, good. But I will say, I bought the, I, I got a perfume from Sephora because I got a gift certificate for Christmas. Fancy girl. And I found out Elizabeth and James is the uh, Ashley and Mary Kate Olsen's perfume company. They make a great perfume. Uh, they make a good pair of pants. Somebody uh, uh, somebody who had money bought me for my birthday once a pair of pants on their... Uh, is it good for high butts? Um... I don't know how to answer that because I don't know. I've sworn off pants. I've given up on pants. <laughs> I don't do pants anymore. Well, yeah, you live it out there in LA. You don't got to worry about pants yeah, no more. Yeah, don't need pants. I don't wear pants no more. I got to, you know, it's like especially, you know, Franissance doesn't need pants unless they're big, wide pants. But at the same time, my ass is just going to stick out. So I got to make my own, you know, I got to keep on moving. And ain't nobody going to break my stride. <laughs> so it doesn't, you know, I, I'm anti pants now. You wearing skirts and, 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 and dresses. Yeah, because I don't want my butt to show anymore. Yeah. I'm done. No butts 2019 except all butts. I'm going to be mucusing it up, but nobody's going to see my crack anymore. No butts, all butts. I like that. No butts, all butts. Yeah. 2019. And that's where we're going to end today's episode. <laughs> all right. No butts, all butts. <laughs> Hi. Uh, thank you guys so much for uh, listening this week. This was, I mean, we went down a reality show hole and I loved it. And now I am, I'm inspired to watch 90 Day Fiance so that I can yell at my television again. And, you know, check out Mass Singer. Uh, let's see how weird this show's going to get. I really, I, I'd like to at some point find out how they choose the songs. And if these people who are inside of the masks choose the songs themselves. And um, go watch Jump in My Car. Oh yeah, watch Jump in My Car. It'll you will not regret it. If you like what you hear, and if you want to watch, listen to Molly and I watch Pretty Little Liars every week. Ugh. Even though it is the world's most frustrating show, I'm so angry. Check out our Patreon page at Patreon.com/slash/Page7Podcast. We got some fun stuff on there. We're gonna keep creating more content on there. So have a look, have a listen, have a smile. 
Brandon Sons 2019. You can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. Love you guys, and thank you, Molly and Marcus. This has been, you know what? This has been fucking delightful. Yeah. This has been a, a, a no-butts romp. I'm going to say a hoot. I, let's slap a hoot on there. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to break our stride. Oh, no. We now. got to keep on moving. <laughs> they call me Mr. Fahrenheit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you guys again for listening to this week's episode. It's time. Yeah, that's how I do a drum roll. It's time for the Patreon shoutouts. Thank you guys so much for being patrons of Page 7. I really appreciate it, and I love you guys so much. Let's kick this pig. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with me? Elizabeth Johnson, Jessica Wilson, Emily Gunther, Michelle Budge, Lottie Dosen, Rosalind Tiger, good name girl, Samantha Mason, Emily Butler, Jacqueline Brock, that's my name, James Harris, Randy Chatfield, Dewis Shellcross, Rachel Lupinacci, Lupinacci, ooh, a little bit of Italian, Tony Watt, Elise Swenson, Megan Roach, Nicole Sanderson, like the Sanderson sisters, Gina Hart, Danny, Austin Tolson, Serena Slash. Y'all got some fucking killer names in this batch. I just want to say good on ya. Kim Hames, Jenna Fink, Amy Megan Brown, Jen Davis, Kathleen Schapano, Haley G. Hillman, Kristen Ruby Wilkening, Stephanie Hutchinson, Alicia Orond, Mandy, Abigail Bryant, Sarah Del Vecchio, Taylor Googe, Rachie Kay, Stephanie Diamond, Diana Bell, Sarah Cutler, Haley Hagen, Tori Stanford, Hazel Toller, Kayla, Lydia E. Dyer, Kelly Killinger, Klinger, Kelly Klinger, Emily Cheney, Meg McLaughlin, Autumn Storm. Also, congrats. That's a mo- I'm slapping a mazzle on it. We're getting double mazzle in this episode. Rebecca Abbey, Grace Myers, Carmel Hubbard, Kate Stimmick, Lindsay Dapp, Kevin Egan, Haley Glaze, Molly Fanny, Craig Smith, Kaylin Santhouse, Kate, Shannon Weaver, and Alexandra Klaus. Thank you guys so much for donating to our Patreon. I really, really appreciate it. We're going to have some fun movies coming at you. I got a new interesting project. Let's just say it has to do with True Blood. Uh, Yeah, you know what? Never watched it, and I think it's time. Because I hear tale of Species Spicy, and when there is a space, I'm slapping a spicy on it. Thank you guys so much. I really fucking appreciate it. We all do here at Last Podcast Network. Can keep on listening to page seven. Please listen to the other shows on the network. There's some great stuff out there. I love all my everybody. I'm not gonna cry. You're gonna cry. You're gonna cry. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. 
Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.